Hi, welcome back to another episode of whatever this is. Uh, I don't know which episode this is. I think it's thirty-nine. Artem, is it thirty-nine? Uh, thirty-nine. But the thing is, I don't actually know for sure because remember we had that no, like we went from some hell from twenty-nine to thirty to, to twenty-nine. <laughs> uh, that's our graphic designer's fault. I'll I'll talk to him soon. Um, but this week. It's an important. It's not important, but we have we have a couple of like uh, questions for you guys. We have because we're planning a rebrand of the podcast, trying to take it to the next level. Uh, we'll get into that in in just a second. Before that, we are joined by um, a regular guest at this point, basically the third member of whatever this is, David Sanson. David, what's up? How you doing? I'm right, man. I, I'm privileged to be the third member of this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like David is essentially like Artem at this point because to both of them, I just ask what time, like, do you want to record? What time do we record? And both of them just like answered. Like the, the level of communication is the same at this point. Like I'm, I don't have to write elaborate messages inviting people on. It's just, hey, Artem, what time do we record? Hey, David, you want to come on? Answers are yes. There you go. We've started on. Um, but yeah, the, the thing about the rebrand that we're talking about is first, guys, we're going to make a Twitter account for the podcast um, because I personally have not been able to plug the podcast or um, sadly even, you know, put as much effort into it in the past few weeks. And we're changing that. That changes right now. So we're going to make a separate Twitter account for it. We're going to also sort of cover Russian football when and, when and how we can in a sort of meme-ish way, do polls, discussions and so on and hope that it gets some acclaim. Um, secondly, we are also going to try and make changes to our format. You guys might remember that we experimented with um, our own faces at one point, and we're going to speak to some guys who are also running a football podcast. And we're going to try and make something happen. Um, thirdly, Artem, we have a proposal for a new name on the table. Can you introduce it to our fans? And I actually, I actually don't think I should introduce it because I'm not the one who brought it to the table, David. The man who was on the podcast today, he's the one who, who let us know that this name was actually available. Uh, so I think David should introduce it. It's a lot of pressure. I mean, let's go back and just put some context to said name. So over the years, obviously, on the podcast and on the Twitter for RFN, we've always had these you know crazy moments of, of things that happen in Russian football. And the typical preface we've always put with it was only in Russia. And... Uh, I don't know what made me think of it, but I just thought about it the other day and I thought, I wonder if that's a thing. And uh, I couldn't find an existing podcast, so potential name change to Only in Russia, the Only in Russia podcast, I guess. Yeah, so guys, let us know if you think that that's a, that's a good name for the podcast. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, and this has already been mentioned to me, that you're going to call your podcast Only in Russia when 75% of your content is about just random shit that happens in the world. Can I just yeah. point out, though, yes. on, on the YouTube, which we've got up on the screen here, we've got whatever this is, and underneath it says Russian Football Podcast. And granted, that's not in our title, but it is our tagline. I say our. Yeah, I mean... It's a good idea, actually. You, you know, you, you, you're you proud of us, David. You've been on at least, I'd say, 25% of episodes with us, David. <laughs> at least eight times. Really? Oh, I didn't think it was that many. It probably is. Wait, it has been eight times. I think like five just, or six. Just, they're just, they're just so good. They fly by, you know. I just like to say numbers. They do. Time flies when you're having fun and all that. The last episode was great. I really enjoyed the GeoGuessr. Oh, yeah, we did play GeoGuessr live. We did. If we, 
we the bust sh- it. The, the, the shame about that though, the shame about that though was that the voices and the picture didn't actually end up lining up. So I feel like whoever watched that was just. It probably wasn't the great. I figured experience. out. So I figured if you, out. If you watch that episode, fair play. Um, it's not. It's not well, going to happen again. If you do end up playing GeoGuessr, um, again, it's not like it'll, it'll be synced this time. Um, so yeah, if we have time in this episode towards the end, we might still play one. No, 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 not no, today. no. No, no, we we, we won't. But I, I'm I'm happy to stay on if you want after the podcast and we can play. You can even stream it if you want. Yeah, I have nothing to do with it. I feel like, I feel like. For the podcast, let's just let's leave it at a podcast. Yeah, right, right, fair enough. Unless we move um, to Twitch, going forwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We'll do live podcasts. I mean, I, I don't know if we want to go to this, but there's definitely. I swear, it's like Pure Football or the Scottish pod. There's a Scottish group podcast called Pure Football, Pure Fitball, whatever the Scottish word oh. is. And I'm pretty sure they. Fitback. I'm pretty sure they uh, do all their podcasting on Twitch. That's interesting. Do you know what? We 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 like. If we really want to hit the Twitch demographic, though, we're gonna have to start like doing our podcast in like a bat and like you know in in in, in bikini. We have to have face cams for Twitch. Though. That would be the thing. For yeah, it, it, we got we got to be like really like 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 cam girls. That that's what we got to be like. If you want to get views on Twitch, that's that's the way we're gonna do it. That is Artem's opinion. Uh, it does not represent. It does not. Re- it's not opinion. It's it's just it's just Artem. Like, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, but you know, with Look, the podcast, actually, last point is we could actually write whatever this is in the name, whatever this is, dash Russian football podcast. That would that might help. Uh, I feel like yeah, that a six yeah, layer, we c- six we c- word thing isn't too long. No, it's not. It's not too long, but at the same time, yeah, we could do it just in brackets or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just for the algorithms, algorithms, right? Yeah, I think I think that could be the show. See, like guys, you you think we prepare for our podcasts? We absolutely don't. Do not. I know anybody who's listened to even one episode knows that. I think I think actually we've Hannu. Do you think we've planned more than one podcast? I I I, I know that for a fact we planned parts of the one with Misha. No, I think yeah, so I think boring. we planned that one. Only that one because like that that was the only podcast I felt stress in. Because Artem was messaging me, "Ayo, you go next," and I was like, "Okay, you go next." But this is the question <laughs> you ask that should be, and that's never happened in any podcast, right? But you, you know, you know why though? Because I, I was thinking like, that morning, shit, we have a match TV commentator on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the most random shit ever. I was like, we are never gonna get any like proper guests after him. If he doesn't like, I can't even it. remember what like we, I can't even remember what the podcast even went about. I didn't. I seem to recall he's like, oh yeah, I'll get Arshavin on for you. That, that's you, the you only thing I remember. Thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I why that. I love Misha Polanov. By the way, check out check out the podcast we did with RFN last week. He actually spoke to Arshavin's PR guy and messaged me back like two yeah. weeks later, and he was like, "Really?" I asked him, "Yes," but it's like Arshavin doesn't want to speak. I don't know why Arshavin doesn't want to do it. Maybe it's because he doesn't want to speak English for that long. But the man actually went out. And spoke to Arshavin's PR agent <laughs> for this podcast. That's great. That's insanity. Yeah, like fair enough. Like last week, me, no, I Misha think, like, was on RFN last Misha. week, right? And uh, James had planned a forty-five minute thing, and Misha was like, "Oh yeah, you know, don't worry. If we go over time, I got time." And they they had recorded for like an hour and forty-five minutes, and most 57. of it was Misha. <laughs> and it's like, what a guy! What a guy! What a legend! 
No, that man, like, he is just such a nice bloke. And it's weird because, like, me and Handu, like, at the start of the podcast, I remember we had a plan. Like, we'd asked him a few commentator questions and stuff like that. And then we just went, like, the usual way. Like, we started asking about the <laughs> NBA. He, of course. And, like, we started talking about, like, the random, most random shit ever. And he was just down. Like, and I think even when we finished up the podcast, like, I was saying to Hanu, I was like, we should probably finish up. I think that podcast was probably one of our longer ones. Let me check. Probably was. Uh, one eighteen. One hour and 18 minutes. So it, it was longer than the usual episodes anyway. And uh, he was, like, happy to keep going. But I said to Hanu, I messaged Hanu. I was like, it's probably best if we cut it off because then he can always come back on again. Whereas if, if we just bore him into the ground with like a three hour long conversation that's it like this that's all we're gonna get so um yeah we, we might we might actually ask him to come back on at some point we might yeah i think the first episode of the rebrand or something we might that would maybe that may be a good place to start actually so yeah that's a fair point um but yeah guys let us know what you think of the new name um only in russia podcast or only in russia football podcast or if you have any other ideas for a name, any ideas for rebranding or whatever. Um, and this week, guys, I am actually willing to discuss the RPL because there was a favorable oh result. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. First, right, I have this amazing news story from the one and only Meta Ratings, right? This is on the front page of their website, and I'm going to read it out to you, okay? So the, ta- the headline is, Cyber football player of FC Sochi lost money after meeting a girl on Tinder. Okay? This is national news. Okay. So, PES 21 professional football player Anton Shannon, playing for Sochi in the RPL Cyber League, fell victim to a scammer. Fairly normal at this point, happens all the time. Artem's probably fallen prey at one point. I don't know. The young man met Anna on the Tinder social network. At the same time, the girl said that she really wants to go to the play. There's some play, some random play and even threw off the link to buy tickets. There's no scamming going on over here. It's just like buying something for a girl. As soon as Anton followed the link and entered the bank details, money was debited from his card. In response to the cyber football player's claims, Anna said that apparently there was a mistake and offered to contact technical support. So she gave him another link, right? And this is national news. This is a proper article. How much money do you think this guy lost? Probably 50 euro. If that, yeah, so they say, the, like, maybe, there was a maybe mistake 10 euro. And offered to contact technical support by clicking on which, Shannon lost a combined 50 rubles. Oh, days. <laughs> How is this news? That's like five pence, Holy right? Holy shit. <laughs> uh, it's, a bit, it's about probably 80. How like... is this news? So f- this isn't even a scam. How do you know she might, she literally might have bought the ticket. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, like, first of all, when you said the play, like, I was kind of like, you know what, it might have been some kind of fancy play that only, like, you know, the ballers in esports will be able to, to purchase. Yeah, no, it's just um, some, like, a theater play, like, where you go to, to just watch it. It's like, I don't know. It's... It must be a kid's play at that price. <laughs> I remember, this isn't even a scam. Then, like, the, the guys at Metroid really must be struggling for news. But... That's it. Speaking of scams, have you ever watched those YouTube videos? This is completely like off the wall, yeah. right? Have you ever watched those YouTube videos where like people try to scam the scammers? I do, yeah, I have watched. Or like no. they just draw it out for like no, months. I haven't. I have. Oh, I like so some of them. Good. There's this guy. I like some of them. 
Hanu, have you ever watched the? There's a YouTube channel called Atomic Shrimp. I probably have. I I like some of them, but then some of them I like. I don't go too much into it because most of the people being violated are Indian, and I just feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's honestly fair. No, there's this YouTube guy, Atomic Shrimp. He has some really fucking funny ones where he'll just like drag it on for literally like three, four months. Yeah, I know the channel doesn't look like that's what yeah, he does, exactly. but that's actually his most popular videos. They're the only ones I watch. Uh, but they're actually they're dead and it's so funny because like the, the scammers get so annoyed yeah like and it, it, it's weird because they'll keep giving him like deadlines or something they'll be like oh yeah like you have to send us your personal details by friday and uh he's just like right well i'm only gonna get back to them like, next wednesday or something and, like you know like he, he, he they just keep giving him more th- deadlines and he's just like he misses every single one of them yeah um and just Fairly, fairly humorous. To be fair. Yeah, I think it, it it's it's a bit, bit mental how much, some of these scams actually end up doing. I was reading this book right, and it was this one fellow from Nigeria, right? One guy. And yeah. This was back in like nineteen nineties or something, and he scammed a yeah. Brazilian bank out of two hundred and forty-two million dollars. <laughs> he like he was talking about oh we're gonna like he impersonated some Nigerian official and they were like oh you know what we're going to build an airport in this city and so on and so forth and the guy got caught in his home with like five Ferraris some gold plated stuff like surely if you're a scammer you've done the hard part just live in peace you know what I don't understand it's like where like for example with that I know that technology wasn't the same as it is now and these scams are probably only new in the 90s but like as a Brazilian bank Surely there's like a, like more of a procedure of due diligence or something more like that something like that wouldn't happen. Like how are you just gonna give money to some random guy who's saying he's building airports? It was because it was the story was that the official who was in charge of the Brazilian bank he was like a proper banker and they respected him. So and yeah. this guy supposedly met with Nigerian officials and just went along with it. So he just got fooled. Oh my yes. And then. Like that's a, that's not just now an old problem. This reminds me of uh, what you sent to me during the week, Hanny, about uh, Guelo Kanga. Oh my God, that was all. That that was beautiful. Artem, you know Guelo Kanga. Former yeah. Rostov. Okay, so, so yeah, former Rostov, currently at Star Belgrade. So the he he's internationally plays for Gabon, but mm-hmm. the Congolese Football Federation proved to the African football body. That this guy is actually 35 years old, five years older than he says, and from Congo. And this guy has gone through his entire football career, being a Gabonese man named Guel Orkanga, played in the Champions League. Like, yeah, that's mad, isn't it? That's crazy. But you, you know what? Like, it's weird that stuff like that actually has to happen because, like, I feel like all of that obviously happens because players. You know, players say that they're younger than they are because then they look like they're better players. But at the end of the day, if they're good enough to play at the level, why should it matter if they're like 28 or 30 at the, like, towards that stage of their career? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think... I think they only did it out of spite so that Congo would get banned or something. And, hmm. But yeah, it's just rude. I wouldn't do that. Like, appreciate the hustle. You do... i got to respect it, to I be fair. Do you ever see the... This is once again just 
random as shit. Like I'm sure, David, have you ever seen like the border control things on on British telly? Um, yeah, like the yeah, stuff. not for years, but yeah, I've seen one of those kind of shows before. Like it's so funny to watch those because there'll be like like African men who are clearly like thirty or forty, but like I'm twelve. <laughs> <laughs> And then there was one point that was like, oh, this is like probably 2012 or something. It was like, what, like when, when did you finish? Like, what school do you go to? Um, and he, he said some school. And it's like, oh, like when did you start going there? And the guy was like, uh, 1990. I, I mean 2011. <laughs> <laughs> but like because they don't have any proof, it's like yes, yeah. you can say anything and they can't prove yeah. otherwise. There was uh, yeah. another headline in Turkey, and it was about this. Um, second division club fighting for relegation and it's like um, Akisar Sports signed a player in their relegation battle turns out he's not a real footballer they just signed him there's some Nigerian bloke so I I don't understand how that can happen either like this isn't like the days of Ali like okay even Ali Dia was ridiculous but like because I, I Google search because generally because just be one of those like, dudes who messes you on Twitter and they no, no, no. I think for it. I think that's what Dimitri. That's, that's what Dimitri Seluk has made a career out of, though, because the guy didn't have any prior experience. But you look at the Nigerians and stuff that Dimitri Seluk comes across; they have no experience either, and some of them turn out to be decent <coughs> footballers. So I guess I just signed a guy like that because hmm. he's only twenty-one or something. So you just how pissed would you be if you're a Turkish guy living in whatever city they're from? You've worked your whole you've worked your whole life to become a footballer and some shit like this happens that'd be pretty annoying that'd be pretty annoying although i don't know that's why we need the foreigner limit art to prevent scamming uh i'm not sure that's prevent, not sure that's where i was going scamming. with this conversation that's where you're going brexit no, no. means brexit um, but yeah, I don't know. 18 minutes into this podcast, let's actually start talking about things that matter. The Russian Premier League, are week let's, 27. Let's go from one scam to let's another. go from one scam to another. Uh, Ural Akhmat, nobody cares. Zenit six nil rotor. Um, hmm. Artem, what do you think? <clears throat> I mean. I'm not gonna lie. I actually like I watched the highlights of Zenit, but I didn't actually watch the game. Like it looked like probably the most comfortable game of the season. Uh huh. Yeah. Not much else to say about that. The, I'm not gonna lie. The only game I actually watched was Spartak against CSK this weekend. Good choice. Good choice. I think that's probably the only game I watched as well. What do you guys think the chances of Spartak winning the league? Zero. Zero. No, this isn't England. There aren't. No, there is a, mathematically. There's still a chance. It's that. But realistically, well, there isn't. I know it's not realistic. I'm asking. I know it's not going to happen. I'm asking, like, what are the chances? One. No, but the chances are zero point zero 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 one, which just that's a chance. Zero. It's not a chance because then it need one point. Yeah, you need yeah. the odds of them losing three games and the odds of you winning three games, and Lokomotiv exactly. to lose at least one of their games. So you've got to take at least seven matches times all those odds together it's going to be millions to one uh hang on hang on as well you've got to remember that Zeta are playing as locomotive this weekend so like 
Unless that's a draw. One way yeah. or another, that I, I believe. Yeah, exactly. One way or another, that No, because if it's a draw, then Spartak are out of the race. Yeah, because... then this one But prob- you know I mean? probably so, like, a draw <laughs> would be the best thing for... No, it wouldn't actually. Zenit win would be the best thing for Spartak. Who's got the best head-to-head record out of you and Loco? Wait, wait, wait. Because Loco, if they drew, uh, Loco would have to... If they drew, Zenit are then nine points ahead of you, right? No, Zenit have won the league. Let's not. I don't care. I'm just joking. But if Zenit win, then that's good for us because we can we can leapfrog Loco into second. Hello. You could sneak second still, but first it's not on the on the table for yeah. second. If Loco if Loco beats Zenit, that'll be interesting because what Zenit still got to play. I want to say Ufa. Have they got Ufa still? You read yeah, Ufa for no reason. Good. Ufa and Tambov. Tambov. I mean Tambov. They're gonna they're gonna smash obviously. But Ufa are like playing decent at the moment. Tambov actually, did, you like manager. you like uh, Tambov actually. I think had more XG than Loco. Like Tambov were properly competitive, even though they lost five two. Hmm. Um, I reckon I reckon Zena have a chance to lose against Tambov. This could be la- the last Tambov game in history. <laughs> so, so uh, Smolov scoring again. Shout out Smolov Martin. Um, Sm- Smolov it should be in the Russian national team for the Euros battle. And I'm. Te- I don't know who's gonna who's gonna debate that. Stanislav Cherchesov is gonna debate that probably. <laughs> and but and I think he's gonna have a banging tournament if he goes. This is I hope so, so. this is prime small over seeing here. The type of football he's playing right now. Is it's a bit mad. I mean yeah, him and Kukoriak are in great form. Yeah, him Kriko everyone man, Loco is just playing like Champions League winners at this point. Eleven games without even yeah, a eleven draw. wins. It's, eleven it's wins in good. eleven. Yuri Semin rotting away. <laughs> Love to see it. Um, and what else you want to discuss this week? You you want to discuss the main game, Artem? Finally, the big game. The big game, as in the derby. Yes. I don't think it was the best game of the week, but like what was? It was probably the biggest. It right? was definitely the biggest. I think, I think, I think, Sochi Ufa was. was yeah, a, it was a great game. I actually watched. Forgot, forgot to mention. I watched a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I watched that one. It yeah. was all second half Ufa. Like Sochi robbed it, often. Like at the end, they scored like from their first two shots of the game, then had a man sent off, uh, just before half time. Then second half, it was literally all Ufa, and then they go and get a penalty in the, in the last minute, off a off a lucky handball. I think. It was a yeah, it was a sickener. Like Ufa scored eight goals in three games, Look eight goals in three games, right? And before that, they scored fifteen the entire season. Fair enough. I think. I think Sochi might fall apart next season. If they don't have a proper window, and <laughs> I worry that they're not going to have a proper window because Fedotov's going to trust these bombs too much. But, like, he's a great manager, but I just feel like they need a lot more. That Dugancic guy. Is a good player, but he's not really played too much. Um, Rudenko looks like he's all right, but I think he's on loan. Mm. How much it's longer like, is Naboa going to keep it up as well? Like? Exactly. How Naboa's old? All of these guys are thirty plus. Like, it's it's not good. Every name on the so- on the Sochi side there: Prokyan, Zabalotny, Naboa, Salagov, all ex Zenit players. They've that's, we we've been knew that since. Oh yeah, we knew that. Yeah, yeah. They're like eleven, twelve um, ex Sochi players. X sorry, excellent place. Artem, who would you like? Who would you like more to see? That doesn't make sense. Who would you rather see in Europe, Sochi or um, CSK? We got a four-way race right now. 
four teams on 46 points. Sochi, of course, but the, the thing is, there's a lot of other teams I prefer to watch. Yeah, of course, but if Ruben and Dinamo dropped like, off, and it was only between Sochi and CSK. But why are Ruben and, and Dinamo dropping off when a, they're on the same amount of points? It's a hypothetical. But why are we making hypotheticals that aren't, like... <laughs> have fun. That's what I don't understand. Like this, this is a, first of all, it's a four-horse race, right, for this fourth spot, and then there's a potential fifth. Hopefully, Korea take that fifth spot, but it's still there, essentially. Like, I think this five so, is perfect, actually. Actually, what happens if um, what happens if Lokomotiv get into Champions League and win the cup? Does it go to third place then? Yeah, the let's go big up. Yeah, yeah, and then 4th right. and 5th will be conference. So, yeah, at this point, obviously, it's only top 4. If Grilly win the cup, it's just the top 4. So, uh, yeah. Personally, I'd like... It would be... I definitely would like to see Ruben in there, obviously. And I would would probably not mind seeing Dinamo have another go at it. After they disappointed us this year. But Cisco have disappointed us for the last two. I think Cisco yeah, with this season out of Europe, would do them good. A bit like Krasnodar. Yeah. Um, how to take a season out, rebuild, focus solely on the league, and then come back and take over Loco and Spartak. It's not going to happen. I'm not sure that I like. I think that if if CSK have knowledge next oh, season, they're going to be worse. They're going to oh, be I worse. think they're going. <laughs> they are. They're they're so, so bad. bad. Exactly. <laughs> they are it's terrible. Like, it's because I think Artem during the winter break when we were talking about the league, we were like Zenit, Spartak, CSK are definitely going to get Europe. Yeah, we under Gonchenko they were going to win the league. At that, there was a point where they were playing like they were going to win the league. I think they were even top of the table yeah. at some point. But I've never seen any club. We talk about the new manager bounce. This is like a new manager tumble. I've never seen a manager come in and the club regresses this terribly. Nikola Vlasic is terrible now. He was invisible against Sparta. He's not done anything memorable. It's- like. They don't have the craziest part is that Olic was brought in kind of yeah. with the understanding that oh he's Croatian and Vlasic is Croatian you know like they're from the same country they'll kind of be able to understand each other it looks like they're not even speaking the same language like I don't think that like <laughs> I don't think they understand each other at all it it seems like Olic is coming in and like I don't know what his tactics are I think he must be just making them up on the spot like half time he's watching Tifa football. Trying to trying to pick a pick a form formation, <laughs> like it's it's absolutely, it's just ridiculous. And they were they were so bad against Spartak as well at the weekend. Like, just they they never looked like they were going to be the team to win. It's 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 honestly really bad. Like um, we we talk about PE teacher managers. I told this to I think both Artem and David Tomley. It's like people say, oh, Frank Lampard PE teacher. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, PE teacher. This is a legitimate PE teacher. <laughs> this guy is awful. Is, is is that a thing that started in England? Because I feel like that's been like a, a, a slag in Russia for like 10 years. Now. It, yeah, then what's the Russian word for it? Um, I remember seeing it. Someone got called a glorified PE teacher. I can't remember which. Richard Chesov. It was Richard Chesov. CSK called him that in his... In the, oh, yeah, uh, in their statement. That's right. I can't remember what the word was, but yeah, they did. And they they launched another statement this weekend, by the way, and it was just a shot at, like, journalists and insiders and so on. It was like, there's nothing wrong at our club. Yeah, there's, yeah. There, there's no right. So, CS, 
CSK's press team is working more than their actual footballers. Um, Tambo have one six October, by the way. I just went and had a look. Not surprising. And Rotor's only win this year was against Tambov. It was, was it? <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Yeah, like one game where your man played well, the Georgian fellow. Um, now, Artem and David, I have, I have a question for you guys. I think it's going to be a tough one, right? Who name some players can be however many you want that have that be that would be in your player of the fall or player of the autumn. It's not that's not the spring. Sorry, we don't have the spring in India, so I get those two mixed up. Player of the spring contenders because I feel like it's going to be a lot different to what we had in the autumn. So, Artem, who do you think is in that list? Player of 2021 so far in Russian football. I don't know. Like, first of all, the, the first kind of team that I'd be looking to, uh, at players from is Lokomotiv, yes. because obviously they're run. Like, like you mentioned earlier, Fyodor Smolov has been fantastic, but I don't know if he's been the best player of the, the like, the, this second half of the season I feel like there's been more disappointments than there has been players coming out and doing better like fair yeah I don't know I, it's, it's it's a bit of a tough one like for example like like Flashish for example right? he was so good before Christmas and after Christmas mm. he hasn't been really he's great. still gonna go in the summer though, like, let's be honest yeah he should oh yeah no 100% and he should oh, yeah. he absolutely nice. deserves to and, and hopefully it, they'll get a good fee from but like I don't know. Like I, I genuinely can't think of a player who really stands out to me from, yeah. from these last few months. What about you, David? Uh, I had the four names come to head straight away: Krakowiak, Smolov, uh, and then Kvitsa, Makarov from Rubin, because they've been there. Let's be honest; those have been the two form teams this this spring. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I, obviously excluding Zenit, because Zenit just sort of. I don't think they've had a standout. Really, is in it? Yeah, exactly. they just go, they go through just winning games, sometimes comfortably, sometimes not so comfortably, but they've not had a standout. Yeah. Whereas Krakowiak, Smolov, mm-hmm. I'll say Kamano just to make Hanu happy. Exactly. No, Kamano. Mm-hmm. Regardless of my happiness, I feel like Kamano has a legit shout to be in there. Yeah, yeah. I think Krakowiak would be my number one still. Probably, yeah. Krako- yeah, it's I'd good, be, good. I'd be tempted good with option. Dupin. Dupin saved. Us, he saved two penalties for us and won us two games already this spring as well. And he's up for player. He's up for player of the you know month what? this month, I think too. You know why I kind like I I, I had Kvitsch in my head. I was kind of like like without now him mm. being injured for the last yeah. four games of the season. I feel like like okay, it's up to this point obviously. So he he is in there for the show, but come the end of the season. Because of that, those like because of missing the last four or five games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they keep saying, oh, he might be back for the last game, but that's like, yeah, it's not gonna go on. It's two and a half weeks time. If he's back for it, then then that's cool. At least we get Makarov back for for this week. Um, what do you think are the chances of him staying in the league this week? Yeah, ten percent. If if you'd asked me that over the winter break, I'd have said pretty high. Um, you know, we we liked him, but I wasn't sure if it was going to happen this summer for him. It was the two games against Greece and Spain. It was it was the international break really did it seem to propel him. So now, like, say look, this guy's over here. He, he's really good. 
Yeah, so now I'm not sure. It's the it's the money though. It's the money because they the what were they the the story was that Rubin knocked back fifteen mil from Loco last summer, a year yeah. after a year after Loco let him go for free. Yeah, I think twenty twenty five they're gonna sell him. I think it would have to be that much at one point. Yeah, but I if it's be... whether a club will cough up that much, that be oh, the yeah, only stop. That would be the only thing that. to stop to stop. Nah, nah, for sure. You have like so many discussions. I think the hype is so much. He's one of those players that regardless of his worth he's going to go for that much simply because of the hype oh i mean the hype's and there but it's, it's the you know the pandemic and the, the financial and the struggles right now fraud and no one cares um <laughs> but yeah i think for my players of the spring because i was thinking about this and it's like usually you resist the idea of a player of like dividing it between spring and autumn you feel like it's a player of the season rather than these two things but I feel like the players that have done well this time have been so different to the ones that did well previously. So I think Kamano, Krikoviak, uh, Smolov, and probably even Pablo are proper shouts. Um, I feel like I feel like Kuicha has been the same player, very good, but the hype has just made it so that he's being rated really highly. Um, Makarov, yes. And then I probably think Zakarian and Tukavan. Yeah, I thought about Zakarian. I, I would also potentially, as much as I hate to say it, I would give a shout to Mirzov. I think he's been really good. And Sobolev, by the way. Sobolev's been great this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's true. Sobolev, so, yeah. so like, so... Zakarian and Tukavin, I wasn't so sure about. Tukavin would be the lower down of the two. Zakarian would be yeah, the more likely to be picked. But I think I think Krakowiak would win it for me still. Like, For a, for a guy who's... You know, was brought up and played a lot of his careers. You know, a centre mid, like yeah, 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 he's on some outrageous form. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's had a wild career. Sevilla, PSG, West Brom. Yeah, West Brom, and he was dross in England. I seem to recall, like yeah, he was. And that's the thing I don't like is that football, football media, the football world sort of judges players by how good they were in England. Mm. So they say so they, they do that with Chupa Morting just because he played at Stoke. He's supposed to be a meme for the rest of his life. But he was good at Schalke before that. And that's it. Well, then, and then now, if if someone if we told West Brom fans, oh yeah, Kukoviak scored twenty goals in his last two seasons, they'd be like, yeah, but it's only in Russia or something. It was like with, that. exactly. It was with Renato Sanchez as well. He went to Swansea for a season. It was dreadful. Yeah. And now look at him. He's, he's proper good again. Um, that's a good point, Renato Sanchez. Actually, Artem, we've been keeping track of League One. Shout out Hull City as well, by the way, got promotion. They're also in League One, different League One, but still. Um, I, 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 was, I was thinking for a second there, when you said we've been te- we've been looking at League One, I was like, we oh, have, yeah. yeah. And they're telling me that you're talking about League One? Like, Kai's League One? Yeah, I'm talking about League One, League One. Um, Golovin has COVID. Okay. Yeah, he's got COVID. Yeah. He's always injured. Always out injured. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been so he's picked, he's been great this year though, right? He's picked up like a ton yeah, of assists yeah. and goals. Very very. Good. He's got eight assists, four goals so far. In very the very good. I, I like I think I think in the in the cup he may have some some contributions. Good to there. see that. That's good to see. Who, who do you guys want to? Uh, who do you guys think should win? I want Monaco obviously. I even did an FM save with them. I want Monaco. So I love Monaco honestly as a club. Just as long as it's not PSG, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Lille either. Yeah. I know Monaco have obviously got the money and therefore and we support them also because of uh, Golovin so yeah, yeah that would be the preference and, and Golovin to score the winner on the last day or something if he recovers from Covid in time that would be amazing 
That would be amazing. Honestly, like I feel like if he wins the league with Monaco, like I was saying this to Hanu, I think that then his his move to Monaco above whoever he was linked to as well, he was linked to Chelsea and a few other clubs, is well justified. And then I feel like that's a good like almost stepping stone for him to move on to to something even better. I think PSG might sign him actually. I really think that would be really weird. interesting because PSG sign worse players than Monaco. I mean, not Monaco. Golovin every year. PSG have like so Danilo Pereira, uh, Rafinha from PSG, not PSG Barcelona. I can't speak today for some reason. Um, but I feel like he's one of those players that they could sign, and he he'd do well because we know he's proven in in the league. And well, at least I think this will be the first year that uh, Golovin's going to play in Europe since seventeen eighteen, since he moved. Yeah. Which is going to be massive. They're going to be in the Champions League. Mm, so that's great. that's great. I think he's had a good enough season that his stock has yeah, yeah. has risen, gone, and therefore he. Back. Yeah. Granted, he if anyone wanted to buy him, it would cost him you know thirty mil probably minimum. But I think that he would be a viable option now. I think he's had a good enough season that he'd be a viable purchase option to other clubs, which is good. I think Monaco said fifty. Oh really? That's still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that is a yeah, lot. I'm I'm pretty sure the owner came out and said fifty. Um, but I think it would be something yeah, they would yeah. consider rather like than before, where it was sort of well, he's unproven or whatever. He's only still twenty four, twenty five, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Not a long time ago. I was watching. Uh, yeah. I was watching Cisco uploaded on Instagram like all ten goals scored by Georgi Shenikov ever for the club, yeah. and well, one of them was assisted by a young goal of it, and it's like. I was like, damn, how do we not rate this guy high? Like, we rated him, but I don't think we quite realised when he was that young, like, how good he was. Like, it was it was before he was, was number 17, even? it was like he had his old number 60 on still. I was like, damn, he was he was so good when he was number 60. Like, the little shimmy and cross that he'd done was great. I, like, I know I know this was a little bit later on than, than that, obviously. He'd been called up for the national team, but you remember on his first, like... His first game for the national team, he scored that volley mm, as well. Him and uh, Chernov were in the squad, weren't they, I think? Both got randomly called up by... Yeah. Was it Capello who called him up? No, I think it was past No, Capello? That. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a fraud. I don't left in 2014. I, no, it was Slutsky, you know what? Slutsky, it was one of the <coughs> Slutsky's... Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're friendlies, right. friendlies, I think, or something yeah. like that. Um, I remember that game. I remember Miran Chuk played as well. I think he scored too. 2015 um, against Belarus. Miranchuk scored at the weekend as well, shout out, even though Gasprini is still a fraud. Um, and what's going on with Anton right now, by the way? Like, you just can't even get in the team. And I guess it's just because Nikolic doesn't want to disrupt the flow. Yeah. But, um, but, but it's mad, considering with, we know how good he is. Like. The thing, exactly. The thing with that is, Nikolic has made Kamano, Rifat, Kulikov, he has made everyone into a serious player. Imagine what he can do with Anton Miranchuk. Like the, he's reaching the C levels and then getting another big transfer. Atlanta are second in the league, by the way. Hmm. I was yeah yeah I was gutted a bit like that. Anton hasn't played as much because I was like you know now that Alexi's gone, Anton this was his chance to step up and you know yeah yeah. yeah. There's been even debate over the last couple of years: is, is that are they as good as each other? Is Anton even better? He's just had such a nothing season. I think he was injured for a bit. And now he's been out yeah, of the team yeah. just because other players are on form. It's such a shame because if he'd had a decent season, you sort of and Alexei's done decently enough. You sort of feel like that he could have gone and got foreign transfer, uh, but it's just not going to happen. I think he. I think he still has a chance. Like I, I, I feel like Chichester will still call, call him up for the national team because he's oh, yeah. so good for the national team. Like I feel like of the two brothers, Anton 
has always shown up more. Like when it comes to when it comes to play for Russia, he I'm pretty sure he has more goals and assists than Alexei. So I feel like it, like if they would do well in the Euros, you know, Anton probably would be a, a, a big part of it. So it, I feel like he'll still get a move if if that happens. Golovin already has more goals for Monaco than he did for Siska in less appear in less appearances. Really? Going to Wiki, nice. he had, he had 10 because he had that mad Monaco. run, didn't he? He scored about four in a game, and then got three he's assists. Got a hat, yeah, he scored a hat, didn't he? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, he scored ten yeah. in seventy-three for Monaco, nine in eighty-one for Cisco. Wait, Mikhail Ignatov is going to be eligible for the U21s, isn't he? Yep. That's big. That's a big, big player there. Yeah, it's big. weird. I don't know. Obviously, he's he's got some obviously off the pitch issues. Like I've I've chatted to people about him before, and they're like saying, you know. He's he's needs the drive, you know, to play, and that's why he sort of because he was he made his debut for Spartak like two three years ago now and scored on his debut as well, yeah. and then he's just not been near the team really again. But he's so good still. Uh, I think he's also in uh, minor Martin's um, freshest players list. I think he. <laughs> Can I just the uh, like I, I read a story this week. It was an interview actually with Timo Ayupov. I don't know if you know him. He plays for he plays for Orenburg. Of course, uh, I do. And uh, he, it was an interview about him because he like he's got a, apparently he's got a very successful Instagram account and he like is studying business at university alongside his his career uh, and it was talking about how that he was brought up in the Netherlands because his dad really? played for FC Twente and I was like I don't know that that's weird so I was like looked at looked at who this guy was his dad and it was a non-Russian like this guy never played for Russia internationally never played internationally for any any nation but he was Russian. Uh, and went to Twente for three seasons. And just like that kind of like imagine like a non international Russian going to play in the Eredivisie now. Like that would be great. I want to see so much. I'd love that had to happen. It used to, and it obviously used to happen. Like I've never heard of this guy, but he played for three years and you know, in the early nineties in the Eredivisie. Um Yeah, I th- I think I think it's gonna start happening because I feel like the talent in Russia is, is so much. And people are going to start seeing that now, you know, with, with like some creature, like Miranchuk, Eldor. Shout out Eldor got a goal oh, yeah. this weekend. Big up Eldor. Um, I want to see Zinki. We all we want to see Zinki go. Yeah, obviously. But like, if he comes to a test, that would be big. Because the thing that Eldor have done now is that they've um, <laughs> discovered Greece as a market. So I think the top scorer in the Eredivisie is a guy from Greece. He plays for. His name is Yakumakis. I'm going to see what club he plays for. He plays for Venlo, I think, doesn't he? I think VV Venlo. Yeah, plays plays for Venlo. He's got 24 goals. Then there's another Greek fella who's got mad goals. So Greek clubs have at least discovered. Yeah, Pavlidis. He's got nine goals. He plays for Utrecht. And now um, another Greek club has signed this guy who plays for a lower table Greek club. And I don't think he's capped for capped internationally. So it just takes a couple of clubs to find that market. Um, I think that's why Kokorin went to Fiorentina, even though that's completely flopped. Um, Artem, you you want to give your two pence on that? Don't speak too soon. Yeah, I'm not going to speak too soon, but I think he's going to be sold in the summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah so well, I think if anyone's going to go, it'll be that Vlahovic guy. Like, he's been linked to all the big clubs right now. To be fair, it's not even... He's a great player. He does look good. I saw a goal he scored like, yesterday and it was like, oh wow, that was like an insane goal. Yeah, like me and Hani were just talking about him the other day. Like, he, like, 
there's no there's no wonder Kakarot's not getting the game. Yeah. Like, and it's not even to do with like, like forget forget that he's got like some small injuries here and there and stuff like and that. In two Vlahovic has been unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, fair play to him. And I don't even know why. I think that that tells you that agents and stuff are still pretty messed up. Why would you need another striker when you've got that guy, and Frank Ribery, and another I don't guy? Think, I don't think he was doing as well as he is now. Uh, like I think at at the point Kakarin got signed, he, he only had like a couple of goals or something in the season. Yeah. I like I'm, I'm I'm willing to be corrected, but I think that's the reason. I'd maybe and you always need a backup as well, like obviously. Yeah, but I I think where does Kokorin go from here? If it flops at your Juventus. Juventus. Okay. Um, they need a rebuild after not winning the league this season. You know. And Kvitsa is going to start it off. He's, 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 no, Kvitsa on the right hand side or the left hand side. I don't care. Yeah. And uh, Kokorin in in the middle. You know, Ronaldo can can sit on the bench. Fair enough. Um, Juventus are trash. Pirlo is also yeah. a PE teacher. Um, so is your yeah, man from Kazakhstan, whoever his name is. Who's my man from Kazakhstan? Your man's from Kazakhstan. He's he was like at Leipzig in the past. Yeah, he's actually a PE uh, teacher. He's Russian. He, he's he actually looks like a PE teacher, <laughs> like one of them young PE teachers that are doing their degree or something. And it's funny because Kairat have actually started the season pretty terribly, so people are calling for him to be sacked. Even though he won them their first league in God knows how long last year, um, but no, that that guy is the real deal in my opinion. He's gonna be, gonna be big. Um, Shikolevsky. Yeah, Shikolevsky. Um, but yeah, we're forty-five minutes in, and I think we've had enough of football. We'll talk about the Champions League. Artem, who's who's winning tonight, and what's the final looking like for you? Did you just say we've had enough football? Let's go to the Champions yes. League. Yeah, the Champions League's not football. It's just like yeah, it's, it's like it's a bit, dramatized it's a, business. It's a business. It's, it's 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 against against <laughs> modern football and all that nonsense. Well, I want the good guys PSG to win. Um, I I think like I watched the first half of of the game yesterday. The Real game. The second half, I heard was, was awful, shit. So I'm glad I turned it off. Half. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like I want the final of Chelsea against PSG, and I want PSG to win it. But I don't. I wouldn't be too annoyed if if, uh, if Chelsea won it either, because I like Tohol. I like some of their players. So. And of course, it's a it's another uh, another Champions League win for Roman Abramovich. So fair enough. I mean, I don't like that. I want Real Madrid to win, um, and I think. Nah, Real Madrid is the last team out of all those four teams I want to win. Timo Werner is worse <laughs> than Ali Sao. Timo Werner Artem was awful yesterday. He is always awful. Like we would we would have been five 0 down if it wasn't for Timo Werner missing every chance that came his way. Benzema, by the way, what a player. Easily a top ten, He's top great. five player in the He's world. Great. Insane. Um but Timo Werner is, is bad. Timo Werner is, is really bad. Um David, what do you think of the Champions League? Who do you... And you actually got a Europa League semi-final yourself tomorrow, haven't you? Yeah, against uh, Big, Man, Big Man Umai. Um, I want City to win tonight, but just for Zinchenko, basically. Imagine, imagine right, City win the whole thing, and we say, a guy who used to play for Ufa has won the Champions League. A guy used to, guy used I to think... play in the, 
in, in, in the, the Moscow region. Wait, six aside. Seven, seven, seven aside. I league. think we yeah. actually <laughs> asked that on. I think one of our episodes, or maybe one of our calls. Who do you think is the RPL player most likely to win the Champions League or something like that? Champions League, World Champions. Cup, Euro, something like that. And Zinchenko would be a mad shout because you would think it's Vlasic or someone. But. Zinchenko. Yeah, I mean, Zinchenko has been just fantastic for City. I actually, I love him so much. Yeah. And he's, he, like, for someone who's not a left back, like, he's just put his head down. He'll work hard for everything he's he's gone. Like, he deserves to be in that team more than anyone. Like, he's a, such a hard worker. And, like, he, he, he has flashes of brilliance for City as well. Why can't more clubs do that? Just pick a lad out of Ufa and then he's playing for Man City week in, week out. He's even played a couple of games in midfield this season, hasn't he? Which is like, yeah. it's taken four years or, or however many but, years he's been there. Yeah, I think PSG. It's been. It's. I think it's been four years because he came in at the same time. Twenty sixteen. It was after Euro sixteen, wasn't it? So almost um, five years. But then his first year was at PSG. Yeah. yeah, and they won. They won. Yeah, with his in his time. He was at PSG as well. City. He's won four. Uh, four. Yeah, he's won four in a row. Yeah, he played a season alone at PSV Eindhoven. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. But um, I think PSV are going to win because I think Pep's going to overthink it again, and I think he already has. He's playing like the Goncharenko style with six midfielders. Um, no striker. It's Phil Ford and Mahrez, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva. And mainly, I feel like Keylor Navas is going to show up once again. And I think it's going to be PSG Real Madrid. Uh, have you guys seen that tweet, by the way, which was like a couple of years ago when Barcelona and Ajax were almost in the final? And it's like this classic Hall of Fame football Twitter tweet where this was these two idiots. Like, for Johan Cruyff's memory, Barcelona and Ajax will hold hands in the final and share the trophy. And that's it's been a huge meme ever since. So we're going to do that with Keylor Navas. This is going to happen. And Artem, I genuinely believe Keylor Navas is the best goalkeeper in the world. None of that Neuer nonsense. Well, yeah, I mean, he's definitely up there now. I have to agree. I think Neuer has not not been... Like, Neuer on his day, back in his heyday, in like the early 2010s, was like by far and away the best. Then, you know, De Gea had his time. All Black had had a shout in there at one point. But, honestly, I think Keylor Navas is definitely, definitely up there. Thank you. I, I feel validated. But you know, do you know who is better though? Josip Kondrich. No, Darren Randolph. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. Does he start for Ireland? No, not anymore. I think he retired actually. Who is Ireland's goalkeeper? Oh, no. Queen. Is it Queen? Is, I was going to isn't it Bazunu? Yeah, or is he not starting yet? Bazunu started the last game, I think, and Creevin uh, Callagher is the. No Irish goalkeeper will ever top Shea given though. Big Shea. Big uh, Shea. I don't know, Craven Keller has you, already won a yeah, Champions League. You medal. forgot about Paddy Kenny. Oh, but, oh. Premier League. If what you watch player. the Premier League, Sheffield United's best. You'd know Paddy Kenny. Reading's best. Did he this play is the most for Panis as well? I want to say Paddy Kenny. Palace. Honestly, you know what? I, ju- I remember him at Reading and Sheffield. Keep they they Keep did the Premier League Hall of Fame. I think we need to just talk about Premier League players, like these memes. Paddy Kenny is a Premier League meme. I, w- I want to say he used to wear trousers for a bit as well, a bit like the Hungarian guy. He did. Um, 
Jose Bozingua. Bozingua. Um, the Ferreira guy that Chelsea had who also won the Champions League. Paolo Ferreira, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Bertrand started in the Champions League final. Um, who else? Ricky Lambert. Played for Liverpool. Great for Liverpool. Great at Southampton, I believe. In the Julio Baptista. Real Madrid legend. Ooh, yeah, yes. That, that's the Dave, Dave Kitson. Kitson. The posh, the poshest footballer guy. Ah, um, uh, no, surely that's Patrick Bamford. Dave Kitson's proper posh. Like There was rumours that he was the undercover footballer, I think. Mm. I think that was true. I though, don't wasn't know. Or at least I just remember him from Reading. Dave Ginger Kitson. Man. Because obviously, Ooh, I, I used yeah. to go to a load of Reading games when I was a kid. Jeezy loves stripes, doesn't he? Do you remember <laughs> Ian, good old Ian Hart? I don't unfortunately. I mainly remember. Ha- uh, our team will know Ian Hart. Irish legend. Um, I do know Ian Hart. Oh no, do you know who's the who's has to be in the Hall of Fame? Rory Delano. Yeah, of course. That's all. Yeah. That's an obvious one though. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Jolion Lescott were the player. Martin Demichelis. Uh, I've um, got I've got a shout no, for do you. you know what? Titus Bramble. What a guy. Oh, what a guy. Yes. <laughs> He was the worst I, I defender for about four years in a row, and still didn't like not get dropped by his teams. Sylvain Deston. My, 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 oh my god! Do you remember he retired from France without playing a game? <laughs> um. Then there's his obvious like hat. My 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 goalkeeper for the the Premier League. Um, his is Phil Jagielka. Shout out Phil Jagielka. Uh, my my choice would be Vito Manon. Vito Manone. Vito is he at Monaco now? Or is he in the Yeah, MLS? I don't know how he is. No, he's at Monaco. But if you look at Vito Manone, right, he would be the perfect casting choice for a gangster movie. He would be the best right, like right hand man to Robert De Niro ever. Look at him, man. He is the most mobster-looking person in the world, and I say that with like the greatest intent. What a guy. Um, my favorite. My favorite keeper is UC Askelina. Oh, oh, the OG Bolton team was oh so good, and Yaskalainen was always. Oh my god, that Bolton team was like, amazing. Do you remember Big Sam and Elka? And Elka, oh. uh, they had uh, the Greek guy with the bald head, uh, Jadakopoulos, uh, who would always score with the time. Kevin Nolan played Andrew for Andrew Nick well. Tim They had some great. Oh. Johan Amanda scoring one of the all time GOAT Premier League goals there as well. Bolton That's, had some absolute classy players days. at times. That why. They they were the days of like pre match attacks. Like you're talking like the days of like football stickers in the Premier League. They oh, were the yeah, days. Well, I never they had match attacks. That was the best era. That. It was stickers. No, no, but you know what? That's why I feel bad about Premier League because I feel like it's it's too. There's no memes in the Premier League anymore. Yeah, like, like the small clubs. Like Yaskalainen played for Bolton for like what for ages. Like how many games he played? Four hundred seventy-four games for Bolton. Yeah, but it's like and it's, it's like. There's no goalie. There's no player at like a mid-level team who is that oh, that iconic now. Like I feel exactly, like. or or not even that exciting. Like Saint Maximin is the only player people bring up, and Sheffield United should be a meme, but they're just so Brexit that you don't you can't name <laughs> name five Sheffield United players. You can't do that. They're all the same. They're all the same people. No, David, David, I've got Go one on. from you. Right, Robert Earnshaw. Have you seen his Twitter account? No. He's like a big, massive conspiracy theorist. Oh, like Odomungi. Oh my god, him and Peter Odomungi, they, like, they should be mates. Oh, no, is he conspiracy theorist or is he like, I can't remember which, which way he goes. He's either a conspiracy theorist or like oh, an inspiration, he might be an inspirational figure. 
Probably I think every sure. conspiracy that, theorist that's, is. I think I may have seen that. Yeah. But look at wait that that QPR. Yeah, team he's like Paris inspirational Paris. guy. The the QPR team which had Julio Cesar, it had Nedum Onowa, and <laughs> Anton Ferdinand, and they've got so many nationalities which is also mad. They've got two. Cor- they had Rio. They had Rio. Yeah, they, had Rio they had they had Fabio from United. John yeah. Terry racially abused Anton Ferdinand. Got Stefan, and then Stefan. and then everyone just forgot about it. Stefan Mbia. Um, Do you remember they signed Remy? Yes. Because he was good on the Yeah, Remy was in this team. Esteban Granero was in this team, which I didn't know. Look, Remy Tarapt. had some good seasons in the Premier League. In the first. Adel Tarapt. Tarapt Jibri was like Cisse, QPR obviously. icon. I never liked QPR. Uh, they, was, they were terrible. But now we had some proper gems in the Premier League. Do you remember that? Uh, you might not remember this, Artem. Uh, Michael Richards, on his debut, scored for Man City. Uh, and afterwards, he was like obviously just a kid. And afterwards, they interviewed him on BBC, and he swore like, just yeah. just went into this big swear around about how happy he was on live TV without even thinking about it. It was great. And obviously now he's a pundit. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I watched that live. I feel like I've seen the clip though. Oh, you I always wanted us to sign Yaskalina, man. What a guy. I think I think the last team to truly exude that sense of prime Barclays banter was the Leicester City team. But the season they be- season before they won the Premier League, because or even that Premier League team, because they had Esteban Cambiaso, um, Danny Simpson obviously got a player. Then they had Shinji Okazaki, Uloa, and then it's it's like a lot of really good players. But they had some proper memes in there. Marco Marin, there's another one. Yeah, Marco. Who is used to like Charlton. I feel like I d- I don't know like I I wouldn't really like I would never get nostalgic about like the season unless they won the league or anything but I'd get nostalgic about watching Bolton against Aston Villa back in 2005 <laughs> like oh my days remember Aston Villa were so good do you remember Ashley Young was one of the best players mm. in the world yeah, Bolton was. Bolton were Arsenal's bogey team like they would beat us every time we played them for like a good three or four seasons and it was all because of Big Sam obviously um how old you, when were you born Arton? I can't I'm trying to think like you're like 87 so I'm trying to think like do you remember Charlton like Kevin Lisby Jason Yule all those guys oh, I used to love Charlton I, I, I watched Char- Charlton in like the last few seasons that they were in the Premier League I was so upset when they they got relegated they're one of the teams that I've always looked down yeah the same I was gutted when they were having all their troubles a couple of years back Man, I used to love the Premier League, but since Liverpool became good, it's just been so dead to me. Because it, it, it's, it's too good. It's just so hard to watch football right now. I mean, my friends, my WhatsApp group with my mates, it's like, we it only now tune in to watch, watch our own teams, yeah. and it's exactly. hard to watch them because of things like VAR uh, and stuff, and obviously Even no like fans the as worldwide well. atmosphere also affects that, but it's just that football is... I feel like we'd, if we started watching like League One and these fun leagues, we'd have fun. But the, the Prem and stuff, especially the Prem is so whiny with all the war and, and all that nonsense. Yeah. And like, it score. sucks is the it fun just out me? And I definitely it prefer does. watching it. But I've only seen war be so bad in Russia and England. Nowhere else is it that Yeah, bad. well, in the Netherlands, right? The, the offside rule is like, they give it... It's not there's, like a mar- there's a margin of error in the offside rule. It's like you have to be within... It's not that bad in Germany. Five centimetres or something. Yeah. Artem, what are you saying though? I was saying, like, is it just me or has, like, like the Premier League gotten too sanitised almost? Yeah. Like, it's just, like... You're right, yeah. It doesn't It doesn't feel real anymore. It, like, 
you don't get the same scandals even that you used to get. Like that's why I kind of like Russian football because you can still get like I don't know some random shit happening. Like a player gets in a in a fight and, and goes to jail, like a current, or like you can still get like two wanking on camera or something like that. You don't get that stuff in the Premier League anymore. Yeah, it used you know to be I mean? like, like a soap opera. <laughs> like every week there'd be something different going on, and now it's just like uh, Britain's Got Talent, basically. Or it's, you know. yeah, it's it's really gen- it's really it, gentrified. Exactly. It's like because and it's not exciting because Man City are just winning everything Liverpool I don't like then yeah there's no it's it's, it's since Barclays left it's not been the same since Barclays left right let me ask you something right what is the best Premier League football to ever exist I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm not. I'm not too big on the football ball craze. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you what many of them look like, to be honest. But I think that that iconic oh one. Which I remember a yellow shown. one. Yeah, the yellow one with the blue Nike circle. Yeah, that looks nice. That's what I'm thinking then, of. Yeah, the ones you sort of associate to United, Ronaldo, and, and Arsenal, Henry. But they don't even talk about football balls anymore, man. Oh, it, because they're all yeah. so shit. They used to have so much character, like the the. The one I think of, I think it's like two thousand. I have no idea what the current five, ball six. looks like. Yeah, this yellow one is definitely the one I was thinking five, of. Six. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember the huffle about the Jabulani before the twenty ten World Cup? Yeah, yeah, that was great. That's an iconic ball. These are the ones I was talking about, like that and that. They are the most iconic footballs. The red and white ever. one, I'm not doesn't is not jumping out at me, but the the yellow one definitely is the one that I was thinking of. So like, good. I never owned any of so these. Like, and I like, was not like allowed big purchases. Like. I always have cheap football. This, is, this logo, you see that one on the left, two to the left of this, that logo there on yeah. the ball, that Barclays yeah. logo, or the Premier League, the FA Premier League, that's the logo that I sort of associate with like, I, watching it when I grew up. Yeah, I'm the one with the one below that, just, you know, the ball in the middle, that one. With the lion, uh, Wait, which, what is it? This? Yeah, that one, yeah. It's like, how hard, how yeah. hard is a proper football? Because I don't know if I've ever... India, you don't really have the best footballs. Um, it, you know, it's it's weird. It's 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 it depends on the football. Like, I used to know all mm. of this. Like I've got behind me eight footballs. Like I used to, I used to like not like when I was younger, I never bought footballs. But whenever I got to like fifteen, sixteen, I'd buy like a football every few months, and like I I'd go up to like a football pitch and like because I'd be like mainly shooting free kicks and stuff like that, like. I don't want to go grab the ball every single time I take a shot, so I have like eight to ten footballs with me all the time. So like I just I know the difference. How would you cart them all down there? On the, how would you get Wait, them all there on the back of your bike or something? No, no, I used to um basically I I was like properly extreme about like I I wanted to just play football and no one ever let us play football. So like I bought my own oh nets. Like I'd bring a, a ladder up to, to put nets up and like I bring footballs and stuff like that. I've got like a big, a big like the net bag that I got could fit two nets, but one net is like the size of like maybe five mm. footballs. Yeah. So like the bag was big enough to fit like you know five or six footballs at least, and then like grab another in my hand. So the pitch I used to play on would be like a twenty minute walk from my house, so it wasn't that much of an issue for me to to walk it. Like it was annoying because it was heavy, but like you get there and you forget yeah. about it. All, we used you know? to. I used to, we used to bike to our local park, which is like, for me, it was like 10 minutes. And one of our friends lived close and he had a goal and we would carry it from his back garden. And it was a fair size goal, not full size, probably like 
three quarters, half the three quarter size goal. We used to carry it five minute walk yeah. from his house to the park and just plop it down because there was no goals in this park. It was literally just a park. Plop it down and just play there after school every day, you know, for like honestly the thing four Artem or said, five years. The thing Artem said about wanting to play football but no one ever lets us play football. That's the story of my life. Like that that's the biggest I feel sad when I think about me. I've not played football I think since twenty seventeen, since late twenty seventeen I've played football less than five times properly. And that's heartbreaking. That's that's that, insane. Yeah, like I to be honest, like I haven't played in probably sixteen or eighteen months at this point. Obviously that's because of COVID, yeah. but when I was younger, like the only time we'd be able to play is like to be honest, we played all the time. Like we played every day but that was because there was two trees that were like not exactly a football goal like size away from each yeah. other but like close enough that it wouldn't be that much of an issue like it was like maybe like a foot or two smaller than the actual goal so it was almost like playing a three-quarter size goal and you kind of you know you always debate like oh did that hit the crossbar did it go in because yeah. obviously there's, there's trees there's not actually any crossbar you're just like oh that was over no it wasn't we touched it uh, but like that's the that's that's the kind of stuff that yeah, no, yeah. that we used to do. Like we like lots of people might like when I, when I was growing up. Like a lot of people were like able to go like and do like say play tennis or like play those sort of other kind of sports or go to the cinema or something like that. My family never really had money, so all I had was a football. So me and my mates who also didn't really have that much money or their parents just didn't want to send them to the cinema. Football. Football, Honestly, football, that's, football. That's, that's, that sounds like the dream to me. Football, football. Yeah, Honestly, it was, it, it was amazing. The ages it was of 14, amazing, years like I, 17, 18. It was every day, just finish school, get home, go to the park for like see, three hours and then come home again. See, for me... That's the thing. It, it, was the, it was the best childhood. But then you get to like an age of like... Like when I got to like 20 and I realised that there was other sports out there, I was like, shit, I really missed out on a lot. Like, Honestly, I'd love to be just football. Because the thing with me was that I had I had one school, and it was like we we used to get like a period at least forty five minutes of football every day, and that was yeah. the, the best yeah. point of my school life. I scored some banging goals, I tell you, man. It wasn't even like proper goals or anything. It was just like Indian cases, like eleven kids chasing after the ball, whatever. But it was still fun, right? Since then, I've not been able to play any football. Then when I was like eight or nine, I used to go to this like Man United Academy thing, which is actually pretty fun. But is that I I don't. And of course, there was a point that I wanted to become a professional footballer, right? But the opportunities yeah. are very sparse in India, and I probably would not have made it anyway. Most definitely would not have made it anyway. But I just want to play football. I don't care if it's bad, like semi-pro level. I don't care if you're having to put your shoes as a goal. But even then, yeah. due to certain stuff, it's just been robbed of me. So, like, my dream in uni yeah. is just to play football. I don't need, like, take my degree. <laughs> just, like, let me play. Yeah, I stopped once I got to uni. I presume you used to, yeah. you used to play That's as well what, at lunch like Alton. Like just put go we obviously just jumpers or bags as goals in the in the playground yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we did like a good few times. I never I never really enjoyed it that much because the uniform would kind of like focus over a little bit. But like one of the things I remember from school and I remember this vividly is like every year we'd have a football tournament and then when you're doing your leaving cert, which is like the final exams where where I live, so like in our school we had a tradition of the teachers would put together yeah we had that too the six years to play that yeah exactly so it was amazing so it was like the teachers are playing against the students and like it was so funny because some teachers like 
some teachers who were like you know giving out bad grades to people or like that were just a little bit annoying that people didn't really like them <laughs> yeah yeah we're definitely going hard on some so teachers. Yeah, yeah. there's probably like one woman in there who doesn't know what she's like a middle-aged woman or something because i feel like that'd be a thing or just some uncle we we know we had this we had this one teacher right and she was my business teacher and uh she was a monster like she played a uh, like there's not really professional Gaelic football that doesn't exist but she played like semi-professional which is like the, like almost like a highest level so she was a beast mm-hmm. like she, she she was bullying people like she was so, so shit with the ball but like honestly you remember the like jesus christ i feel like at at um not at the elite level but i feel like there's not that much of a difference between like men and women when it comes to just like pick, kicking about in the park I feel like it's exaggerated. Nah. You know, you don't think so? Nah, man. No way. Like, fair enough. The average, like, did, but whenever I was growing up, like, an average fourteen-year-old boy would make a professional women's team. No, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, if you're just having a kickabout, then I feel like. Nah. Okay, fair enough. Um, nah. But no, bro. Prob- <laughs> Sorry. It's just maybe you, I've not played with too many, like, women or girls. I'm not played football period, which is sad. I just told you about that. But like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. And we had one day at our school who was. Hanu, did the colleges you've applied to have you looked into what they like? Have they got sports facilities? Are you gonna be able to yes. play football? Even if even if I don't make the team or anything, just give me a ball, <laughs> a person on the other end. That'll be enough. Um, well, what they had in um, what they had in my on my old college, right? Um, in UCD. In UCD. No proper team. They had a suit. They had, no, well, okay, they had a proper team, but that's not what I was talking about. They had a Super League, and the Super League was essentially, like, any amount of people could, like, put together a team. Like, you could, like for, for the first year in the Super League, me and three mates wanted to play for a team, but there was no team to play for, so I decided to make a team, and we just had a load of randoms. It was like playing pro clubs, <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're trying to get, like, you know when you're doing the pro clubs thing, and it's like you have to have, like, a full 11 or something, there's some kind of game mode where it's, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone's playing Dropping in every matches. position. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, like we, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I'd, um, I'd, uh, I'd made a team, and we just had a lot of randoms join us, and it was the most fun thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like we were like one of the worst teams in the league, but it was so fun. Like just just being able to play like once a week, full ninety minutes, like have actual like facilities, referees, everything. Like it was just amazing. Honestly, that's like the thing I didn't like about the West, and even. A lot of places in the east is that there's sunday league there's tournaments there's there's at least something right there's something to play at but honestly probably the happiest i've ever felt in my life right was in my in one of my schools it was a, it was a year six versus year seven right and i scored yeah. the winning goal never felt that happy and it was year six never felt that happy. your 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 life peaked my life peaked point. at that point it was sensational it was only like a couple of weeks after i joined the school so like you were instantly the school era. You made exactly. your name known. It was, it was, it was beautiful. It was honestly beautiful. Uh, um, I, uh, I have actually a funny, funny st- story from football when I was young. Like, when I was playing for the school team, right? Like, we were like we were competing as one of the best teams in the country. Like, we were really, really right. good. And there was one game we were winning. And we were, like, winning 5-1 at this point. I'd already scored, right? This was the last minute. The ball comes into me in the six-yard box. And I had to hit it over. Like, very good. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was a fucking terrible miss. Like it was absolutely awful. And uh, and my manager comes over to me and he's like, "What the hell happened there?" And I was like, "This was back in the day. KSI videos were really, really popular." Yeah, yeah. Like, so I was like, 
I was just up in person and um, Emil Heskey. So the next the next day we we come into training and he brings out a pink bib with big Heskey on the back. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's funny, I actually never had to wear it because we had a penalty shootout basically just to see who would be the penalty taker and I, I hit all of mine. Like basically I hit one not like kind of if you think of the goal right, it was like the right side of the goal, not bottom corner and not top corner like right, right in the middle but I hit those penalties five of those penalties in a row in the same place and he was like nah okay you don't have to have, to have the Heskey bib and he gave it to someone who missed all what, the what age were you for this like primary or like secondary 15 oh, or secondary 16 school, okay. sounds like a whale of no, a diamond secondary school. I never played for my school team in it secondary was. I wasn't good enough but I was at a really small primary school and I was uh, yeah. in year, when I was year 5 so like uh, 10 I was in the team playing at striker um and I yeah, scored once all season, and it was an own goal. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then the next season, I was captain. Once all the other, once all the year sixes left the school, I was then captain of the team. Actually, I wasn't captain. I initially I was only captain when our original captain got kicked off for punching someone. Uh, oh my god! Uh, but that season, I played centre half, and I scored three times, including twice direct from a corner. So I was I was much more prolific as a as a centre half somehow. That's Fair enough. <laughs> nice, nice little nostalgic segment airing out our grievances and our good memories about football. Oh, yeah. And let, let us know if you guys have any in the comments. Um, David, do you want to talk about, Artem, you want to talk about TV for a little bit, some series, some stuff like that, because I know David want to talk about that. Maybe for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Like, to, to be honest, I'm going to be very passive in this. I don't watch that much TV. Like I'm, I'm mainly a YouTuber. You're a man who has eight footballs. Yeah, it makes sense now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm that kind of weirdo. I'm usually. I do watch. You know, I watch a fair chunk of YouTube. Around. Like, I have, a, I have a group of YouTubers who I've watched for years, but they're all mainly Twitch streamers now, so I miss it because it's in the middle of the night. So I just watch all their thoughts yeah, and stuff yeah. the next you, day. YouTube, like, the only YouTube I watch is like sort of those good stuff that comes on the recommendation, like some knowledgeable stuff here and there. But mostly it's like couple of music reviewers and then Nepenthes still because oh, he's just great to, great to have in the background <laughs> and then it's mostly either songs that I'm playing on YouTube despite having Spotify oh yeah I, I listen to a lot of stuff on YouTube still as well because I feel like the YouTube wise. mix thing is so much better than Spotify I don't do it for um, that I, I specifically search out songs and then I like to look at the comments and yeah yeah and just, then it's, it's just nice when you have a song that you like and you see other people enjoying it too yeah, that's true. But but for TV, I think, I think where I don't know how much TV Artem has watched, but I think our overlap, me and Artem, if if, if there was a Venn diagram, then the overlap between mine and Artem would be The Office, and yeah, okay, yeah, okay I can agree. And with I'm that. I'm rewatching The Office. I'm I'm on season eight. What a show, man! Sensational, phenomenal, phenomenal show. Like there's so many lines and stuff in every episode that are hilarious, but they'll never even make like the funniest moments. Well, phenomenal yeah. show. Um, David, have you watched The Office, the American one? No, I've only seen the UK one. The American one, one is great. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of you, David, because if you ever end up wanting to watch The Office, the American one, you are in yeah, for it, a serious it, treat. You are in for hundreds it's of... It's on my long, long short list. My long list, as you might call it, I suppose. Um, but I, I'm a hardcore UK fan, so I, I've defended it hardly over the years. 
Because obviously it's, the Americans obviously don't don't like it. Because the thing with like rewatching The Office is that there's but, so many awkward moments and so much like stuff that you just want to skip. And but it, it's still it's still. Well, the UK nice. one, you mean? Or the US one? No, the US. Not one. the US. The UK yeah. one was like, yeah. I mean, I think the UK one follows the first series of the US one, or the US one forty came second, but yeah, the storyline was it's, the same and then. I'm sure I would enjoy the US office because I, you know, I like Parks and Recs and I like Brooklyn Nine Nine. I like Community, things like that. So I probably, you know, I probably will enjoy it. Um, I'm watching Parks and Rec right now. Today, I think on season two or something. For the first time. Uh, the w- yeah, for the first time. Oh yeah, Parks um, and Recs really is great. Like, and it picks up. Like, personally, I quite, I still quite like season one and two, but people say most like the hardcore fans say that, you know, season three is where it really kicks off. Um, mm. But I, I like fair. I like it you know, from one or two still. That's fair, David. If you end up watching the US Office, the first season just just yeah exactly. Like I well, yeah, the first season's just copying the, the, U- the UK one. That's all I know about it. Is that the first season? Well, the biggest problem is with Michael. Michael's just really uh, awful. Yeah, pretty pretty bad character. Um, but. Once you get to season two onward, onwards, it's just it's great. It's just nonsense. I can't remember what it was, but like I said to Annie, oh yeah, let's we need to talk TV at some point. Well, I can't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah, so that was but no, but the office. The thing about last thing on that item is that you start to you hate Michael in the first season, but by the time he leaves, it's such a perfect arc that you you love it so much. Um, but no, yeah. my and the thing that started this segment. And mine and David's overlap in the Venn diagram is Mr. Robot, mm. which I truly okay. believe is the best TV show ever made. And then I was telling actually David to watch Fargo, which is another phenomenal TV show. It's like if you watch the movie Fargo, then it's sort of plot lines from that, but it's another thriller thing. It's lovely. Um, but yeah, David, what else would you recommend for the people? Let's see if we can find an overlap for you and Artem. I know an overlap for me and David. It has to be like David. If you if you haven't watched this show, then you've disappointed me. Yeah, I've of course seen and loved that as a kid. Well, not as a kid. Like when, when I went to uni as an eighteen-year-old into halls, that was when the final season came out. And I remember every night it was like crammed into someone's room in halls to watch the episode live. So I mean, so good. Channel Four that, that's had one some of my great. You know, they have Newsfits, which I don't know if you saw season one Newsfits. or two with oh Robert Sheehan. God. Yes! Were, were fantastic, um, and they had Skins season one and two, which is like, it's one of my favourite shows ever. Still, Skins like those, those first two seasons are great. Like, they're just so good in so many ways. Like, you know, there was that point where everyone just wanted to be like the kids from Skins, who were just going out, you know, getting wasted, doing drugs and all that. But it was like it's such a great drama still. Um, I've never seen Skins, but I can. I I. Fully I mean, it was a, it was another Channel Four Misfits highlight. You had that. You had in between Misfits and Skins, all sort of at a roughly same time. Like they were all sort of out at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all yeah, great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in, oh, in between us, I saw I saw a clip of it the other day, and I was like, oh, I must give that another watch scene. It's. I feel like it's such a good TV show to like watch passively. Yeah. Like if you're kind of just doing something, you can stick it on. And yeah, like, yeah. You're not going to really miss everything. Once well, you've seen it, something it, once, oh, sorry, yeah, you're not miss like, Everyone's got shows like you. You have your serious shows that you sit down and watch, but if you yeah. need something on in the background, you have a comedy show that you ideally you've seen mm-hmm. already. Right, you just Office, go through like Parks and Recs or uh, you know Brooklyn Nine Nine, 
Friends, which I've not watched for a few years now, but I've watched a lot of times over the years. The Simpsons. I'm, I'm watching Friends Simpsons again on Disney yeah. Plus. Up to I'll probably end up stopping soon because I'm always at season eleven, and that's all where it goes downhill. What about Family Guy and Sale Pack and stuff, um, things like that? Just watching. Yeah, I, I used to be a big Family Guy guy when I was like in sixth form, and I haven't basically watched it since. And actually, South Park, I'd never seen it until early last year. Um, and I literally finished the last episode last Friday, I think. So I've now seen every every single episode. Like, I was just... No I, way. All the way through the pandemic, I was basically just watching one every day at lunch. I get half an hour for lunch. I go sit down, watch an episode, because it's like 20 minutes. And that was my lunch. So, yeah. I've now South seen Park it all. Yeah, South Park's great. I feel like... The, I feel like the, the later seasons, though. Like... I, I love the episodes of South Park where you know it's it's a mm. self-contained episode. Yeah. Where, like, nothing nothing carries over to the next one. Did you notice like in season? I think it was probably season fifteen or fourteen or one of them when they brought in like the member berries. Yeah. See, it was like season seventeen, eighteen. Like, they started yeah having a season had a, a storyline that went through it rather than yeah. You might have large like overarching storylines or char- large character developments in the past, but largely it was just here's ten wacky episodes that have no connection to each other. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I feel like it, it got it went a little bit downhill. I, I felt like those episodes some of, yeah, some like, of them, some of these later episodes are really good, um, and some of them are not so good. Have you have you played the two games by the way? There's two South Park games. Um, I don't think I've played either of them. Yeah, the second well, the first one was decent. The second one's really good. Um, and it, like I obviously only played them last year once I'd seen enough of the show to appreciate them. But yeah, the second one was really good. The fractured butthole, I think it's called. <laughs> Sounds fun. But like, um, yeah, Mr. Rose all right, is, David, is the David, one. Kick. Go on. Can, can, I, can I bring up something else from, from the past that you're absolutely going to know? How do I really hope that you've played this game as well? It's such. It, it might be the best game of all time. I think I know which one you're going to say. I don't think It's either do. the Simpsons game or Road Rage or something like that. That's exactly what I was going to say. The Simpsons Road Oh, I thought you were going to say Simpsons Hit and Run. Which I don't know if that's what if it had a different international title. Simpsons no, I've Road never, Rage. I, Simpsons Hit and Run. I've never played that game, but I've. I've played oh, I did sort of play so. Simpsons Road Rage, but I was more Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, Hit and Run was the best. Well. Like it was an open my, world game that was like it was so good. I put so much time into my, Simpsons Hit and Run. It was like GTA Simpsons. Was... No, I remember. I remember there was a thing with like Road Rage. I think it was Road Rage anyway, but it was like. You could almost play chasing, so like the game goes into like two screens. You've got two people, and it's like when you hit one person, some I can't remember something changes on the screen. Or it was almost like a, you know, like an actual chasing game, like like tag, but with cars. My that part of my childhood was was um, spent on the Wii, um, Wii Sports, uh, a lot of racing games. I actually was a massive like car guy until I got into football, um, but I truly believe that. I was one of the best Mario Kart players in the world at one point in my life. <laughs> like I was, a Mario Kart Wii was was, was was my shit. And but yeah, I, mean, I always found that with the Wii, it was one of those things that you really wish that your friend had. No, I loved the Wii. Like you'd love you'd love to go over and play it like once in a while, but I always got sick yeah. of it. Yeah, like, the only thing I used to play hours. a lot on the Wii, which I'd have my mates around for, was that I had Tiger Woods golf on the Wii. And that was always so fun. Like you could play Augusta, yeah. you could play Augusta I, too. So that was always cool. Oh yeah, I, that's, I forgot. that's cool. Do you know? I'd, I'd love to have like I'd love to have an actual golf simulator in your house. Mm. 
I've got one of the golf games on, on for the PlayStation. I still play it occasionally. They're good. There's actually going to be a yeah. new one, isn't it? I think was it Tiger Tiger Woods is coming. I think back. so. Yeah. There's definitely a PGA 22 or 2K 22 or something coming out soon. I is think. Tiger Woods alright now? That's going to be huge. We never heard of him anything uh, after Crash. He yeah, he's okay. Him. He didn't play in the last tournament. He didn't turn no, up he... like as a past winner. He's allowed to play, but he he didn't turn up. I think he's okay. he's okay. Like he's just re- going for recovery. He's he's in crutches and stuff like that. He's got a knee brace on, but like he seems he seems alive. I, like it, the best part of his career is gone. But anyway, it's a little bit upsetting because like you know every single time you hear that Tigers play, yeah, you still want to watch you, him. We thought that we thought that five years ago, and then he won the Masters twenty nineteen. Like. Mm. Out of yeah. nowhere, he won it, and it was like the best moment. Fair um, enough. Okay, TV. I got one for you, Artem. That you might. I don't know if you watched it. It's a British show, another British show on BBC. Gavin and Stacey. Don't know if you ever seen no, that I one. Never watched that. James Corden, oh, obviously, was, always... was the star of that. Oh, I didn't um, know he that. Wrote actually. actually, before that was like, like his, it was like his karaoke. It was it's great as well, and they you know they did um, they came back and wrote a special like it was on like ten fifteen years ago, and they did a Christmas special for it last year, and it was the highest grossing thing on British TV for the whole year. Mm. Really? Oh um, my god! But also, actually, uh, I think, go on. I think my girlfriend likes. Um, it. Going back to the football, there was something that came to my head earlier that um, I thought about, which was, and uh, I don't know who how did you used to watch the Barclays in like you do you have match a day in Ireland? I don't know if that's the case. I presume you do. We used to like. I used to watch the highlights um, on some. It was on our our local TV station. I don't think I actually watched. Oh, it. Like yeah. we have match of the day here. I don't think I ever watched it until probably like. Because there was a there was a stage where BBC lost the rights to the Premier League and the highlights went to ITV. Uh, and the TV show that they had the the intro, the intro song was "Beautiful Day" by U2. And I saw the intro titles to that recently, and oh my god, the nostalgia! I don't think I've ever felt more nostalgia than when I watched the, the intro to that. Like, <laughs> just it brought back so. It must have been when I was really. Ju- it must have just been when I was really getting into football as a kid. Like, get up on the Sunday morning because it was too late for me to watch it the night before. Watch it first thing Sunday morning. All that I liked of the Prem. It was great. Did you ever watch soccer? Um, I never, never had Sky really. Um, so no, actually, I say never had Sky. I've never had Sky. So yeah, I never watched Soccer AM at all. I, I like. What was that on Sky One? Is Sky One not no. free over there? Sky One is the, the only free thing. UK. Sky Sports News used to be free, and the only Sky thing that's now free is Sky News. No, I've never had Sky One. Used... But it was on. I think it, I thought it used to be on Sky Sports Soccer AM. Yeah, certainly over here anyway. Oh, what the hell? That's outrageous! What like, the hell? We have, I, I'd like, seen we have it occasionally, like if I went around my mates, but um, pretty much only seen clips of it online and stuff. No, oh, that's like that. That was like pe- people's childhood over here because it was on Sky One. Sky One's like a like over here. It's a free channel. Like it's the channel that just shows The Simpsons and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simpsons. Any... I know Simpsons was on Sky, but Simpsons originally was on BBC Two and then was on Channel Four for a long for a long time. Actually, it still is on Channel 4. Um, but yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe they just don't have Sky Free. I thought that was just a no, standard thing. Never had Sky. It's never, you have to pay for Sky and get the whole package, pretty much. Like, I paid £30 this month to get access to Sky Sports via Now TV. So I could watch the Masters and I've watched two F1 races and I've watched a few uh, F1 
football matches as well. So I'm getting my money TV, for it, but like, it's 30 TV pounds prices, TV prices over there it's are like, really it's not worth it, really. You're being a big fan of golf. Oh, I, I like the Masters, and that's it. Like I don't, I don't really watch anything else okay. golf-wise. The Masters is the one because it's the same course every year. Do you play at all? Yeah, yeah. I like, I like playing golf, but I, I prefer just short courses. I actually, play foot golf this weekend. Have you played foot golf? Oh, foot, foot golf is great. <laughs> I have one of the road. Went this weekend, <laughs> and I was like, last time, the first time I played, and I'm like, I was quite unfit at the time and really rusty, not played football in ages. I did the hammy on like the second hole because I just wasn't used to smashing Aww. smashing football that hard. So I was like, shit, okay, you know, lockdown, you know, not done a lot of working out. I have to make sure I really stretch. And thankfully, I was all, I was all right this time, went all the way around. It was good, like, you know, lockdown's eased in the UK a bit, so I could go out and do that. We were able to go go get dinner afterwards, me and my mates, go to the pub. It was a, it was a grand day. Oh, you bastards. So, yeah. Yeah, you user user in the words of your government, no longer in the pandemic. Yeah, this is a Fuck you all. I, I we're still here, just about allowed to go. Like, our our restrictions were eased recently, so now we're allowed to go more than five kilometers away from our house, but not more yeah. than twenty. Uh, the, the pubs are still that? closed. Nobody can get a haircut. The golf courses are back open. Actually, oh god, yeah. So that's, haircut that's was the first thing. thing. Literally, I got my haircut at nine a.m. the day that restrictions eased. Because it was my hair. My hair was like That's funny. Ridiculous. I was literally first one through the door. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I I've been getting my hair cut off my girlfriend's brother. I need to be fair. He's actually doing a pretty good job. Like to the, to, to, the, to the point where I'm like, do I even go back to the, the barbers at this stage? Like, is it even worth it for me? Because like, how, like how much do you spend on a haircut? Uh, like twelve quid. Twelve quid. Yeah, that's actually. Fairly, like that's probably the same as mine when you convert it. And how much do you usually spend for a haircut? Um, if it's in India, it's like probably two dollars, and if it's in Singapore, it's like ten dollars. Yeah, like it's a reasonable. It's a reasonable. Pretty cheap, yeah. Like I, I know, I know you used to like properly whip it out for the haircuts. <laughs> I used to pay sixteen quid every two. Weeks. I go like once a, I go once every six weeks, roughly. Yeah, I think that six weeks is a nice amount of time. Like, I'm starting to notice that's kind of how I'm getting my haircuts nowadays. But, mm. but when, I, when I used to have a, have a skin fade, it would it would disappear after two weeks. So you need to go straight back in. Going back to TV then, what is... Your, let's just go for the big question. What is your favourite show of all time? Comedy or otherwise? You know, it doesn't right. have to be comedy. We'll round it off with this one because we have been going for over 90 minutes now. Um, and then, of course, if you guys want like a clubhouse if that still exists or something later during the games we can do that for clubhouse it's dead we can might well be dead <laughs> discord or something I don't know if you guys want to do that but my favourite show all the time uh, comedy is The Office and overall Mr. Robot Artem Hugo overall I think it's either Breaking Bad I think that that, that whole series was unbelievable mm-hmm. or what I enjoyed more than Breaking Bad was Prison Break season one and two, but only season one and two. Mm. So they're my favorite series, is comedy wise. The Office is great. Like I, I feel like it depends what kind of comedy I'm in the mood for. I love Family Guy. I love South Park. I love uh, like even How I Met Your Mother. I love mm. that. Yikes. Uh, and in between, this is fantastic too. So I, 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 I don't know. Like, like I can't, I can't really give one. I don't think I've watched any of them. In, like a year at least now so 
Mm. I don't know, David, what about you? I think com- comedy-wise, I go like probably first first three seasons of Community are like very good, very good TV. Um, either that, or you know, I'd have Parks and Rec up there too, probably. Um, main main show is Band of Brothers. Shortly followed, probably my my Mr. Robot. Band of Brothers only had ten episodes. It's it's arguably the greatest show of all time. Breaking Bad obviously is insanely good too. But my favourite is Band of Brothers. Watch it, I watch it at least once a year. Fair enough. That's that's a nice set of recommendations for you guys. Um, we hope you related to us on a few of our topics at least. Um, <laughs> TV, nostalgia, um, football, whatever. And um, yeah, we're going to be back with some sort of a rebrand at least next week. At the very least, we'll have a Twitter account. Um, is it better for us to wait until the new season to actually properly rebrand? Like, I think if you can change your app on Twitter, we can always do that. Yeah, we can. We can do that. We can do that. Um, we'll figure it out anyway. Like, I'm sure. Like, by by the next episode, if if whoever's listening still, first of all, if you're actually yeah. listening to this, uh, 92 minutes in, legend, respect. Um, but yeah, we'll, like you'll. If you're listening see, to this like, at this point, comment the word. Crass, yeah, comment Crasadar yeah, are, are goated in the comments. Don't do that. No, no, because no one's actually going to do that. So, like, we have to comment something, like, actually someone that's, uh, someone's going to answer. Like, so, so, like, we have to make it a comment that someone that didn't listen to the whole, past, uh, whole podcast won't, won't understand. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just, say, just say something, man. Just comment. Get, get us up in the algorithm. Just say, say, say the, uh, the 2005-2006 Premier League football was the best one. Yeah, just say something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, do that. Artem, you want to do the honours? Yeah, so, like, I mean, we've been winding down for a while, so I won't say, say that much, but David, first of all, thank you for coming back on. Always a pleasure to no, have no you. Probs, always, always, always enjoy it. And uh, anybody who's listening, gold medal on Support Rex, uh, we actually... I don't think we've touched Sport Rex in a, in a while. Sorry, Sartak. Um, YouTube, leave us a like. Let us know if we should reband or whatever. Like, no one let us know the last two times. So I'm not <laughs> expecting anything, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you all next week. Uh, where's Audacity? Here it is. Uh, stop.